Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts season two of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. When it comes to utensils, chopsticks are one of the oldest kids on the block, or in the kitchen. They earned their place at the Chinese dinner table around 400 CE, but were used for cooking in China well before that. Think around 1200 BCE. A fast-forward 3,000 years and an exorbitant amount of rice later, and these thin, handheld sticks have only grown in popularity. More than 20% of the world's population uses chopsticks as their main eating utensil. China alone goes through 45 billion disposable pairs per year. So how did two sticks start such a massive mealtime revolution? The ancient Chinese were the first to experiment with chopsticks nearly 3,000 years ago. But at that time, they weren't used as eating utensils. They used them for cooking, since they could safely dip them into boiling pots of water. Then China's population boomed. Cooks were forced to conserve resources, which meant chopping food into smaller bites that used less fuel to cook through. Bite-sized foods, paired with Chinese philosopher and vegetarian Confucius's anti-knife beliefs, 
set up the chopsticks for widespread adoption beyond China. Confucius saw knives as a reminder of the slaughterhouse. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke via email with Ray Shi Hu, founder of Lost Plate Food Tours. Hu grew up in Chengdu, China, where she first used chopsticks at the age of two. She now leads food tours throughout Asia, and she's encountered many chopstick varieties in the process. Chinese chopsticks, for instance, tend to be long and thick, because Chinese cuisine often involves plucking pieces of food from shared dishes around the table. In Japan, where bamboo chopsticks were adopted in 500 CE for religious ceremonies, the utensils have evolved drastically over time. They're now particularly fine-tuned for one of Japan's main foods, fish. Hu explained, Japanese chopsticks are short and sharp. It's easy to remove fish bones with sharp chopsticks. She added that Japanese cuisine often involves individual portions instead of shared dishes, so those chopsticks don't need to be as long. While ubiquitous now, disposable wooden chopsticks were first invented in Japan in 1878. The upper class in China and Japan used to use ivory, jade, coral, and silver chopsticks. Who says that the latter they believed would, quote, corrode and turn black if it came into contact with poisoned food? Now, bamboo is often used for chopsticks since it's so easy and inexpensive to obtain. Head over to South Korea and chopsticks look a bit different still. There, chopsticks are flat and typically made of metal. Who points to the popularity of South Korean barbecue? The metal chopsticks won't catch fire when diners are grilling their meat tableside. Also, despite the prevalence of chopsticks in Thai American restaurants, the utensils don't often appear on Thai tables. Forks and spoons are currently preferred. Wherever you use them, however, how you handle your chopsticks matters. Who explains that the way you hold them in your hands is pretty much personal preference, though there are regional folktales. She said, In my hometown, people say if you hold chopsticks toward the bottom closer to your food, you will marry someone nearby. If you hold them at the top, far away from the food, you will marry someone far away. But folklore and hand grip aside, there are definitely rules of etiquette when it comes to using chopsticks at the table. Of course, niceties may vary, so if you're in a place that's new to you, take a moment to observe how it's done. But generally speaking, don't use chopsticks to eat straight from serving dishes. Eat from your plate. And don't use chopsticks to spear food. If you can't grab something with chopsticks, using your fingers is generally okay if the food is already on your plate. If it's in a serving dish, look for a spoon. Speaking of, only use serving chopsticks to access food in these shared dishes. But don't dig through food in a main serving dish with your chopsticks. Also, don't place chopsticks directly on the table. Uh, Place them on top of your own dish, parallel to the table, or on a chopstick rest. Also, never point chopsticks at fellow diners, even if they're resting atop your bowl or plate. And, uh, speaking of how you set your chopsticks down, this last one is important. Who said, You should never stick your chopsticks into your food and let them rest there. You should always place them on top of the bowl or plate. This is because sticking them in your food is similar to putting incense in a pot or bowl, which is what we do for ancestors who have passed away. So if you do this, we think it means you've called some homeless street ghosts. Today's episode is based on the article, How Chopsticks Became the Staple Utensil of Asia on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Stephanie Vermillion. 
Brain Stuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.